Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Freedom of Fear. Freedom of Fear is an Australian band. This band delivers technical melodic death metal. They have released Carpathia, one that is sure to please. And here is my interview with Freedom of Fear. <coughs> Hello, my friend. Hello. How you going? I wanted, to, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. No worries. Thanks for speaking to me. <laughs> and I hear we got great news to talk about. Number three on independent charts. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. Bit of a surprise. Well, it's very deserving. This is an excellent album. I wanted thank to you. ask you, how was the recording process for Carpathia? Um, it was pretty long. Um, basically, um, I spent probably a solid six weeks in the studio, not every day, but most days um, producing it. And um, yeah, we spent a fair bit of time recording each part just to make sure it was like really tight and we, we didn't want to have to edit things too much. So um, yeah, it was, it was pretty long. And uh, the drums were recorded by Harness Grossman over in Germany. So um, we basically just emailed each other feedback and he would often drum overnight while, and then send something through in the morning. And then we would um, send him the feedback the next night over here. And then he would be able to wake up and start working on the drums again. So that worked out pretty well. Very good. And I wanted to ask if you could talk about the song Zenith. That's my favorite track on the album. Cool. Yeah. Well, that one, um, I mean, that's definitely the, uh, fastest one on the album especially for the for the drummer so um so for that song the lyrics um i wrote the lyrics for that one and that was sort of about um a psychedelic experience actually um so that was kind of what that song's about um and yeah i don't don't really know much else to say about it <laughs> but i had a fun time writing that one for sure and the the, yeah. the the riff at the end seems to be a bit of a favorite in um, live shows. Yeah, I love the change of bass in the song. Yeah, the bass. And I, also, cool. <laughs> I also want to ask you about Primordius. Yeah, well, that one, that might be the oldest riff I have on the album. Um, it was the main riff for that one. I think I wrote like in 2018. And... Uh, yeah, that, that one there. It's, it, some people say it almost sounds a bit like power metal, but I think I was jamming a lot of Obscura at the time. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorites as well. Nice short one. And speaking of that, I wanted to ask you, now that you know my two favorites, if you had to pick your favorite tracks, what would they be and why? Yeah, good question. It's, it's a, probably a hard one to answer um i have to think for a moment about that it honestly changes like when i'm writing the songs often the one that i'm writing at the time is my favorite one <laughs> but looking sure. back at it the the one that i'm probably most proud of would be um probably nebula um yeah i but it's hard. It's hard to answer that one. But I think I'll go with Nebula if I had to pick one. And I also want to ask you if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. 
So the artist's name is Adam Burke and uh, he's done a lot of album covers. Um, and last on the last album, we commissioned him to paint one, but this time we actually just chose an artwork that he'd already painted because um, we thought it fit the sort of vibe and themes of the album fairly well. Um, being Carpathia, it's got a sort of Dracula and Wolves-ish looking figure on the front and looks mm. nice and cold um, and energetic. So, yeah, that was basically the process with getting the art. And uh, what can fans look for next? Will there be a tour? Uh, yeah, there's an Australian tour for the rest of this year. Um, but there's no overseas plans as, as of yet, but you never know. <laughs> I wanted to know also if you could give me a history lesson and tell me how the band formed. Yeah, well, the band's basically formed in 2015 in its sort of early form. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just woke up, so my voice is a bit rough. So basically... Um, I had a high school band that kind of eventually turned into this band, um, but none of those original people I jammed with are in the band now. But I met Georgina, the bass player at uni, because um, we were both studying jazz performance. And uh, then the, we had an initial lineup of the band where we released our first EP, but we never actually played live with that lineup because the vocalist moved to Melbourne. Um, and then yeah, everything sort of just ground to a halt. And then we came back again in late 2016 with a, a fresh lineup and started playing a lot of shows. Um, that's when Jade, our vocalist now, joined. And eventually Corey, the other guitarist, joined as well. He started playing just live shows with us and then he ended up joining. Um, and our old drummer, Jared, joined. And then, yeah, eventually in 2019, we released our first album. Um, and since then, it's been you know, pretty consistent just playing a lot of gigs and um, writing a lot of music. So, yeah, it was sort of a slow start to the band. So I feel like the band really properly started um, around two, late 2016, 17. And, um, yeah, and we played this festival out in the Australian desert called uh, Black and Open Air, and that's where our label manager now discovered us back in 2018. So I think that's where the band really sort of, that was our first little break, if you could call it that. So, yeah, that's that's a brief history, I guess, of the band. <laughs> and uh, you spoke of playing in high school. I also wanted to ask you, um, at what age did your musical journey begin? I think I was 11, 11 and a half years old, somewhere around, around there. So late, late primary school. I started doing guitar lessons. And, um, I mean, the first year or so, I, I didn't really practice that much, but... I really started playing a lot more at the end of primary school and I played a lot throughout high school. So that's where guitar music journey started for me. And then um, naturally I started forming school bands and things like that to play live and started writing music probably in when I was like 14 or 15. So actually some of the music I wrote then is actually on the first Freedom of Fear EP. So that's basically, yeah where I came from. So I didn't start guitar at like the age of eight, like some people do <laughs> I <laughs> a little bit later. I also wanted to ask you, uh, speaking of um, your playing guitar, if you could give me your top three favorite guitarists. My top three are probably 
Ingve Malmsteen, especially his 80s work. Um, Marty Friedman. And who will I pick for the third one? I might go with Jimmy Page for the third one. Very good choices. Yeah, they're, um, all, I also... they're, they're all like differently it influenced my style differently, but they were like the major ones that got me excited about playing guitar, basically. And what would you feel is the best advice you've been given along your musical journey? Hmm, the best advice. Um, probably just to keep going and, you know, really pursue it properly. I think, um, you know, when I was back in high school, I was sort of considering studying law or doing some other things. Um, but my guitar teacher just said, no, nah, you should do music. Just just go for it. And um, now, like, for my day job, I teach guitar full time. So um, it's worked out pretty well and I get to work for myself. So I guess that was good advice. But there's there's lots of, I guess, good advice I got over the years and possibly not the best advice as well when I went to uni and other places like that. But I think just sticking with it is the most important thing. I wanted to ask you as well, uh, speaking on the lines, um, what would you say has been your proudest moment so far? Good question. Um, well, I mean, releasing this recent album has been a pretty proud moment, but it's not as proud as I feel when I'm actually playing on stage to a good audience. And um, there's a few few shows we played where I feel like really proud of. Um, there was one that we played in the desert out at Black and Open Air again this year, which was just an amazing crowd. And I was proud of how like we were received there and also our recent album launch in Adelaide, um, seeing like lots of people come to, to watch us um i felt quite proud of that because sometimes you know as a local metal band it can be hard to get big crowds to come to see just you play so um i was pretty grateful for that so yeah that'll be what i'm most proud of so far and i'm very proud of how the album turned out and how everyone played on the album so <laughs> yes and i also want to ask you as far as lyrical inspirations um what are your main sources of inspiration for your lyrics? Uh, really, it varies. And also, three of us wrote lyrics on this album. So um, for me, I, I wrote the lyrics to Zenith, Carpathia, and Entities. And um, the lyrics in Carpathia were based loosely on... Um, well, the, some of those parts of that are based on Bram Stoker's Dracula and um, just a general um, vampiric kind of story. So I was interested in that at the time. And um, the other two were based on um, some psychedelic experiences or trying to get that kind of vibe into the music. And then Corey, the other guitarist, he wrote the lyrics on uh, Immortal and Gatekeeper. And I, I can't remember exactly what he wrote Gatekeeper about, but I know Immortal was another one that's based on um, vampires. And... Then Jade's lyrics were a little bit more um, maybe personal, but also using some space imagery in there as well. So we kind of got this combination of like space, like psychedelic stuff and, and vampires. <laughs> so it's a, a bit of a weird, weird combo. 
I also wanted to ask you, um, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band and to get a physical copy? Well, we have um, pretty much everything up on our band camp, but also through our label EVP Recordings, they have a band camp you can order through. And because they distribute through Rocket Distribution, um, there's if you literally just Google our bands and merch and, and whatnot, there will be it'll be available at a lot of different stores online. So we've got direct merch in Australia, um, Nerve Gas, and I've seen our albums on stocked around the world as well i'm not i'm not sure about this one whether it's fully distributed globally yet but um yeah at least with our last album i saw it pop up everywhere so yeah i'd encourage people just to google it and see what's the most convenient way to get it for them uh whether it's through band camps or through an online store and i also wanted to ask you about the music scene in your area how is it it's quite strong uh, well, we're from Adelaide, which is a smaller kind of, it's a smallish city in Australia. So we probably have about a million, one and a half million people here. Um, so it, there's not as much going on here as there is in Melbourne or Sydney. Well, Sydney doesn't really have that much of a nightlife, to be honest, but even though it's the biggest city, but the Eastern states usually have a little bit more things going on, but Adelaide's got quite a strong music scene for the amount of people here, I think. And the metal scene has quite a decent following, if not massive. There's still, um, I mean, we got like 300 people or so come to our launch shows. So there's definitely a strong metal community here. And uh, there's a guy called Jason North who plays in Truth Corroded and he organizes these uh, metal festivals quite often. And um, they're often like really good lineups. Like there's one coming up this year called Froth and Fury, which Ailstorm are headlining. Um, and there's been other ones with bands like Flesh God Apocalypse headlining them. So, yeah, I think it's quite a good music scene considering how small it is here. But the bad side of it is if you want to tour, we can only really, unless we want to pay a lot of money to go overseas, um, within our country, you have to travel quite far to play to not as many people as you would if you were in Europe. <laughs> um, right. Since our population is pretty much a third of the population of Germany, so um, it's kind of like we're stuck over here in, in the middle of nowhere, and it's really expensive to get out of Australia. So um, that has its downfalls, but I think the Australian music scene overall is pretty pretty cool. I also wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Well, I'm just grateful that we have fans. <laughs> like, we're not the biggest fans in the world. So um, any fans that we have and people that buy our merch or even just stream our songs and share it around, like, we're all extremely grateful for that. Well, I'm extremely grateful for the album. There's a reason it was number three on the independent charts there. It's absolutely amazing album cover to cover. Thank you. I appreciate it. And um, I wanted to thank you um, for speaking with me today. And I hope that you'll update me when any new news comes about. Yeah, well, um, yeah, we, we can update you. And if you're um, uh, following us on Instagram and things like that, that's where we usually post most of our news um, through the sort of social media channels. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> be good to Great. keep in touch. 
<laughs> well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, my friend. I know you're just getting started, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday morning over here. <laughs> and it would be Saturday night, I'm guessing, over in, is it USA? Yes. Yes, it's uh almost 9 p.m. Well, so the night is young. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting to me on a on a Saturday night. And thank you for being on, and you have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too. Have a good rest of your night. All right. Cheers. Ch cheers, Bob. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button, and you can be a member of the family. And remember. Come see me for a fix.